Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on the GB at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Hello, Umar Siddiqui here. What you're about to hear is a live recording of uh, the Siddiqui Ramblings podcast that we performed at the Derby Dance Academy on the 1st of December. This is for all our listeners who unfortunately weren't able to attend and hopefully you can experience some of the fun and enjoyment that we had in recording this podcast. Just to make you aware, there's a bit of music in there and obviously a bit of laughter and applause but hopefully you'll listen to it and maybe feel the experience as we felt it and our audience felt it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. Oh, it's wonderful to see you all. House is nearly full, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. We are the Siddiqui's, I mean, us three, not the dancers. <laughs> uh, I'm Sid, the father. Uh, I'm Basit, the son. And I'm Umar, the Holy Ghost, uh, the other son. <laughs> uh, we just want to start off by saying a massive thank you and a huge round of applause to our dancers. Wow! Right. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> that was some task, wasn't it? Yeah, that was impressive. Did you get this slightly right? What? Was I supposed to do the lift? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You, you lifted, didn't you? you lifted yes, we, we lifted, yeah. Lifted. I, I got lifted. You got lifted? You got lifted? <laughs> I don't think anybody noticed that. I don't think anybody noticed So, thank you very much for coming, guys. Thank you. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the little dance act that we did. Or a small half. Um, I've got to be honest though, when we started the actual dance yeah. and got into it, uh, first day, it wasn't all plain sailing really, was it? 
But I don't know if you guys thought that. Oh, Do you think it was a bit of a vibe? Yeah. yeah, I mean, looking at that performance, that didn't come like overnight, did no. it? Really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't brilliant, but even then, yes, yeah. we've yeah. come the long way. Just yeah. have a look. I mean, yeah, so um, the dancers, I, I don't think they really particularly liked us at the start, did they? So if you look at this picture, um, there's our dancers. Uh, all healthy eating, eating fruit, drinking water, taking it very seriously, which is good. Um, and this was our, re our, our first day, wasn't it? So <laughs> <laughs> We really came well prepared, yeah. 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 No, I don't think we've taken it seriously. Uh, I should say that this uh, slide is sponsored by McDonald's. They're funding us for this slide, yeah. So um, once we got there, uh, we were like well nourished. We had to do stretching, didn't we? So this is our lovely dancers, stretching. Um, they're stretching and judging though, you'll notice. So if you look at Esme there at the bottom, she's got like quite a judgmental face. And uh, I think this might be the reason why. So this was our equivalent. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm trying to give myself a hernia there. You succeeded, yeah. yeah. It's like you're trying to force a hernia there, Dad. Yeah. I've still got my drink. Yeah. I've still got my milkshake. Yeah, you're still advertising passive. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, so stretching wasn't easy, got to be honest. Um, now, part of the dance, it, part of the warm-up, you had to do something called shapes. Now, shapes is where you use your creative and physical skills to kind of create some sort of fancy shape. So, in our case, uh, we had to create a house, didn't we? So, the dancers yeah. created something that looked like this. <laughs> Pretty using, impressive. Yeah. yeah, quite impressive, yeah. So, yeah. We, tried, we tried to emulate that. We did our best. Uh, this was our attempt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was petrified they're going to drop me. Yeah. Uh, the fear in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. So, lesson learned, to be honest, because um, we should have stretched, we should have eaten more healthy, yeah. we should have tried harder with our shapes, because this was the end result, really, wasn't it? So, dancers looking really happy. You may miss us in the corner. There's three, three people in the corner there. Yeah, we were kind of like relegated to this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually dying slowly. Yeah. Uh, Umar is fanning. Dad, uh, fanning yeah, yeah. Back to life. Yeah. So, long story short, end of first day, this was our dancers, all happy, loving life, ready to go and eat some more fruit and drink water, and this was, oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't great, to be honest, but we did get better we at got, the whole dancing, yeah, 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 we got better, and I'd love to say that it was just the dancing part that uh, we had issues with, but let's be honest, we became a bit deverish, didn't we? First day. So Mark, who is the technical stage manager, um, here's Mark actually. So this picture is basically us being a little bit offended at the fact that there's a sofa there. So obviously we know we're on Gogglebox, but we're so much more than a sofa. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought anyway, and we wanted to prove that to Mark. So we said, look, Mark, we can sit anywhere, okay? So we first started by trying to sit on the wall. <laughs> it didn't go according to plan, if I'm honest. Oh, my what? What were you doing? I was just following the directions I was given. Which, I got confused with like stage left, stage right, wall okay. front, wall back. I uh, get confused <laughs> with that kind of stuff. So the wall was pretty unsuccessful. Um, so I think we tried the stairs next. I think there was that nice spiral yeah, staircase, spiral, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. And us two, I think, were doing quite well with it. But uh, although yeah. you're still struggling with the direction, yeah, <laughs> back to the wall. Nice, nice back though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we're quite good back. Yeah, well done. So. Then we brought it inside. We thought outdoors, not a good idea. So we just thought we'd try normal chairs. Now we've been back there in something called the green room, hanging out there, and uh, we thought, okay, let's just try and sit on some chairs, normal chairs. What, what could happen? So that's what can happen. So, I don't know where I'm looking, to be honest. And almost sort of looking at the front now. Sort of. 
Well, either me or my reflection is facing the right direction. <laughs> we, we're getting there. But the good thing is, um, for the next one, he did sort out the way he was sitting, he was facing it. Yeah. But we thought we'd work on our core strength and sit on some gym balls. So, needless to say, Dad, I'm very impressed with your core strength, though. What's well, your secret? I think it's my height. Do you reckon? Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's very advantageous to be a short person yeah. sitting on a short pink ball. So that's it. Whereas Omar seems to be, it looks like he's going to give birth any minute. So he's <laughs> terrified, he's terrified. Now, to be honest, my vision for this was when we started it. You know, you know Westlife? Have, have we heard of Westlife? Yeah. Now, they all sit on their stools all on a nice little row. Very really cool, isn't it? Yeah, quite yeah. cool, isn't it? Yeah, so I thought... How hard can that be? So we went over to the Bless and said, can we try your stools, please? And to be honest, we struggled on that as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think this time my height became a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, you were fine. Yeah. I worked right. out that my right. backside to my leg ratio wasn't right. Yeah, to be able to you punch the leg ratio, yeah. yeah. It wasn't great. Um, so we had to sheepishly go back to Mark. <laughs> and yeah. they accepted the sofa, which is, by the way, absolutely... Uh, very comfy. Lovely. Yeah. It's a comfy sofa, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Still do. Yeah. So, sadly, there's not much more to us than a sofa. <laughs> but with regards to the Siddiqui's, though, uh, I guess the question is, what does it mean to be a Siddiqui? Now, yeah. before we get any go any further, we should just explain a bit about us. So, obviously, you know, Blogbox. Um, some of you may not know, though, that I'm a teacher by profession, um, an all rightish teacher, I think. So. Yeah. Well, I've never been told by well, none of my students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and do you guys want to tell everyone a bit about you guys? Uh, yes, yeah, so I work for the uh, for the NHS as a biomedical scientist, um, yeah, looking at um, under the microscope and that that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I also work for the NHS, and I've been there for a long, long time. Uh, so we won't go into that, but I do enjoy my work. I am what they know as a consultant engineer. So that, that's a little bit about us, and obviously, because you know us from Gogglebox, you might not know that. Um, but what does it mean to be a Siddiqui? Mm. Now, Omar, you trolled the whole world wide web, the internet. You went on oh, yeah, the internet yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for about 10 minutes or so, and just tried to find articles to do yes. with Siddiqui. Yes, didn't you? Yeah. And so, yeah. Yes, go on, no, go on. Well, uh, you found the list, didn't you? You explained the list. Yeah, so why did was, I, I looked through the, all the press clippings of uh, us where the press are talking about us, and tried to come up with, um, what do they call those things where the first letter of the, th the thing is like a list? Anagram? No, acronym. 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 So I created an, a Siddiqui acronym and each one of the letters uh, describes how we've been described in the press. So you've got... Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look, yeah. So you've got S for self-deprecating. You probably notice a lot of that tonight. We, yeah. we, we like to make fun of ourselves <laughs> and, and each other. Uh, incom com incomparable. Yeah. It's about that. <laughs> I put my teeth back in. Yeah. Uh, incomparable. There's nobody like us, really. No, in a silly way, I think we unique. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, dry is a word that's used quite a lot for us, our dry yeah, sense of dry humor. Dry sense of humor. Where did you get damp from? <laughs> damp, yeah. That's either a misprint or somebody actually does think that we genuinely look damp yeah. on TV. Damp as a squid. Now, missing a few, there's one that upsets me. Unsavoury. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Unsavoury. Yeah. yeah, you're quite right. Actually, when I looked at it, I thought, well, it's, that's a bit, bit, it is a bit harsh and mm. uh, fine. But then I thought, no, hang on a second. Savoury, opposite to savoury, sweet. And if it's unsavoury, that means we're sweet. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll I'll take take that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Okay, so, and uh, the last one. The last one is Indians, which I poorly researched <laughs> that one, I'm afraid. Um, yeah. We're not Indian. Um, Close to Indian-ish. Indian-ish, yeah. yeah, so that should have an ish at the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good filler, actually. We couldn't yeah. think of anything else. Yeah, that was good. You, yeah. you didn't find that anywhere, did you? These guys think I'm making that one up, but I'm not. That's Indian-ish. Genuinely. Yeah. So, um, we should explain a little bit about what we're doing here today. So, as I said, you, you know us from Gogglebox, but... Um, we were approached by Data to do this because we also do a little podcast as well. Our podcast is called Siddiqui Rambling. Yeah. Oh, God, I always do that one wrong. That's your slide. Oh, yeah, there's another slide, yeah, another slide, yeah, the yeah. graph slide. We'll get yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. We will do one day. Yeah. So we thought, um, because I like to draw graphs, being a scientist. Yeah, spreadsheet, graph, graph, graph slide yeah. charts, yeah. and all that. So I thought I'd do an excitement against time. So this is how your evening is going to progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your, your assignment will peak because you saw us dancing and doing quite a good job of it. Uh, if you say so. Yeah, and it's going to plummet during the first half of the break. Sorry. Uh, then the intermission is coming up, so your excitement level will rise. You don't have to listen to us anymore. Uh, and then in the second half, there is something that happens in the second half. We won't divulge too much as to what it is, but it will cause a bit of excitement. Absolutely. During the second half. Yeah. Once that's over, back down again. Uh, and then towards the uh, home time, it will rise. Now, I, I should say as well that for the second half, we suggest that if you haven't had a drink, it might be a good idea. It might be a good idea. We <laughs> warn you. Okay, right. Right, so, back to the podcast. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, about two years ago now, we started our little podcast, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So, the Siddiqui Ramblings podcast, you'll see the word uh, comedy circled. Uh, comedy, sort of, ish, I don't know, yeah, hugely <laughs> based on comedy. But um, the, the origin of that, and the reason why we started it was because, well, I'll give you a bit of insight into Gogglebox. Uh, when we film Gogglebox, as well as the actual shows, you'll notice the little conversations that happen in between. And that's known as something called preamble. Now, a preamble is just basically trying to get you focused and ready for whatever show you're going to watch. And it'll be whatever you've done in the day, or you tell a little story. Now, we realised quite quickly when we were doing preamble that we can talk for England. <laughs> we can talk absolutely everything. I think you call it verbal diarrhoea, don't you, Dad? Yeah. So we, we ummed and ahed about it. We said, you know what, we should do something with this. We've got all of this random crap that we're doing. We should really bottle this somewhere. We should really try and bottle it. Um, and a bottle of crap. Yes. <laughs> now, that makes the podcast sound bad, but honestly, give it a go, please. But, uh, and then eventually we took the plunge. And do you remember what the first podcast was about, Dad? Yes, we, we have been talking about it quite a lot because it's uh, rambling, as the said, sorry, the, the preamble has said there's lots of love and material we talk. And you probably notice only probably a tenth of a second is shown. And we were of caught up about it, that all the energy we spent. So that's where the idea came from. And I never settled down until we've done something about it. And I think it was probably this time of the year when you have cold and flu and you get a bit down and you have fever. Uh, no, with me, when I get fever, I get hallucinations. My mind is overactive, so things like so sleeping or trying to sleep middle of the night. And I'm thinking about this podcast, how can we, how can we start it? Mm. And then I must have uh, dropped off and I had a dream. This is Sid's dream, Sid had mm. a dream. And in this dream, it's very vivid. And obviously hallucination and my fever was helping it quite a lot. I shop at, uh, at Sainsbury's on Saturdays, that's as religious as anything can be. Uh, and if you know Derby, there's a big store in Sinfin. And next to Sainsbury is also BNQ. I'm plugging it well here from yeah. being. Yeah, all the name dropping a lot of stores. Yeah. <laughs> so in my dream, I have to go to do some shopping, and I've got a trolley, and I'm ready to go to shop. And then I realize, well, I don't actually realize, I then end up at B&Q store, and all of a sudden, the security man comes along, and he says, ooh, ooh hang on a sir, what are you doing? 
I said, well, I'm just going to do some shop. And he said, not like that. He said, well, you're just wearing good pants and slippers. You need something more than that. And at that time, I realized in my dream, oh, yes, it is. I said, well, I need to do some shopping. What do you say? They said, hang on a second. He said, we have a high-vis tabard. And I don't know if you wore one, they cover nothing. <laughs> they highlight you so everybody can look at you, but they cover nothing. So I ended up having one of those, and I was happy as anybody. I go in there, do the shop, come back to the checkup, have a good chat with the lady, pay for it. I mean, I don't know how I paid it. I didn't have the card, or if I did have a card, I don't know where she swiped it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to think about where that card was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to cut a long story short, this was my dream, and then I was talking to these boys about it, and that's how the podcast sort of took form. Yes. It was the sort of creation of our ideas into that, that if we can talk about something as mundane as that and make it a bit fun, yeah. why not try that? Absolutely, yeah. So the first podcast was basically a semi-naked dad in a high <laughs> yeah. jacket. Our that was the entire podcast. That was no more. Yeah. yeah, and from that, we've had 87 more podcasts as well, yeah, which is, yeah. we, I don't know how we managed to have a second one, let alone that many more. <laughs> so, but to be fair, though, the reviews have been really good, haven't they, on, yeah, on iTunes? Reviews, yeah. yeah, so if you have a look, we've had a couple of nice five-star reviews. Uh, perfect background banter, great entertainment, well worth a listen. So that's lovely. We had some really nice five-star reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you notice all those reviews of 2017... Please don't look at the 2018 reviews. <laughs> They're not as good. good. Yeah, not as good. Um, but we've had some great um, reviews. We've also had some nice ones. but Notable ones. Notable, notable ones, ones yeah. yeah. For example, I love listening to the boys when I'm taking a shower or having a relaxing bath. I've started listening to it while I get ready for bed, so it feels like they are close by. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they all say that it could have been worse. He could have said, the boys are in the bed. Yeah. I mean, that would give a new meaning to four in a bed, wouldn't it? Um, so that was Alan Switch. Just, just out of interest, yeah. Alan? <laughs> we, think, we think Alan is following us. Yeah. No, Alan? No. Brilliant. Phew. Okay. We're all right. Then. Yeah. Let's carry on then. What I'm going to think is, though, because some of our podcasts last about an hour long, hour now, so he must be taking a long time to get ready for that. Really, yeah. He'd be really pruney, wouldn't he? That'd be terrible. Okay, cool. So, to give you an insight into some of the topics that we cover as well, so some exciting stuff, for example, ironing and folding, <laughs> okay. uh, facial symmetry, emojis. We, we cover everything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tablecloths, I think we've done as well. I don't know. We've, yeah. we've done the ironing and folding of tablecloths. Yeah. Um, what would you say have been your favourite topics, though? Dad, what do you yeah, there are quite a few actually. As I said, we've done eight, about 90 odd now, and difficult to remember, but one or two that I remember, that one ruling the world, what we thought that it would be a good idea to just say, if I could be a ruler for one day, I mean, often, as with even children, you, you fantasize about these things, yeah. so we thought we'll give it a spin. And uh, we all had various ideas, some were funny, some were really dangerous as well, yeah, some of them. Uh, and mine was that we will make one day in the year where we have to communicate through singing. Everybody will have to sing. Uh, for instance, if you go to the doctor and say, dear doctor, dear doctor, I've got cold or something. And the doctor will say, dear patient, dear patient, piss off. <laughs> You're wasting my time. I don't like and things people. like that, you know, can, you can imagine. The thing with that sort of idea is that it's um, artistic licensing, mm, yeah. creative license. You can say anything that you want, within reason, of course, mm-hmm. and then you can make a fun of it. So that's the idea behind it all. Yeah, and uh, Dad's was really sweet, wasn't it, if I could rule for, the, for a day, like yeah. sing to everyone. Let's do ten... Let's do turn to the right time. Yeah, yeah. But no, for me, my favourite one, 
favourite-ish, actually. It's not too favourite. Well, we did a podcast about neighbours. And what it basically turned into was an hour of me bitching about my neighbours. So I was really paranoid after, the, after I'd done the podcast. Like one set of neighbours became really nice to me. And then every time I walked past the other ones, they were like peering through their blinds. And I'm pretty sure they threw an egg at me at one point as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's what we forget, that the podcast can impact us in different ways as well, can't yeah, it? Yeah, it can be quite a powerful way to offend somebody. <laughs> It'll be like yeah. trying to... You're quite right, because we often do that think, well, nobody will listen to it anyway, so we can say it. And even at personal level, sometimes the, the, the family members or close friends as well. Uh, I remember a, a typical one that I, we talked about uh, going on holiday or something, or dressing up or something. Mm. And the issue of uh, Mankini came in. And uh, then I remember a friend of mine who goes on holidays quite a lot, and he always mentions when he's ready or getting ready, say, well, I'll pack my Mankini. And that image came to my head. And then we talked about that. And um, I'm not sure if that friend of mine is in the audience today. <laughs> yes, he's, he's raising his hand <laughs> as well. He's he's not to it. At least he's not in a man. He's not in a man. That's, that's, that's good. Fantastic. Yeah. So, sorry about that. Uh, I mean, I mentioned his full name as well. <laughs> in, I think that, that was uh, perhaps a bit naughty. Have a listen, yeah. Well, what was your favourite then? Uh, I like the one about the... Uh, we talked about inventions. And rather than talk about important inventions, uh, we talked about... I think you had an idea for deodorising underwear or something yeah. like that. And Dad, you had a really bizarre one. Don't know whether this was something came out of your brain or it was something you read. It was a machine to be able to kick your own backside. <laughs> and I don't know if Dad went to, uh, part way into inventing this. Yeah, thing. I do have but a prototype in my garage. Actually, interested. Yeah, yeah. He calls it the Ass Kicker 2000. Yeah. <laughs> a little out of date now. Isn't it? I think, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some of the topics. Um, but we realised quite quickly as well that we couldn't just ramble for um, an hour. I remember there was a Valentine's Day one where Dad was, had bought a lovely present for Mum from Amazon. But whilst he was on Amazon, he bought a Valentine's Day gift for himself, a whacker plate. And he was like really proud of himself for buying this like yeah. massive DIY tool. I think, which one did you get engraved? Was it your ring or, <laughs> or was it the, the whacker plate? Yeah. But so in, in terms of the format, we thought, OK, we need to do something a little bit different. Mm. So we created a new section or a news section which, uh, Omer, what do you call it, actually? Do you have a name for it? I don't or? think I've got a name for it, per se, but, yeah, we, we decided that we need to fill this podcast out a bit more, so I'll start bringing uh, the news. <laughs> You're right there, Omer. I just when that when that comes on, it just I just go into like that kind of yeah. <laughs> I've got no news. <laughs> um, so that's Omer in his news studio. Do you yeah. like do you like that? Yeah. No, I don't but, like that. That is really good, isn't it? I mean, look at the the skills and professionalism in there. <laughs> Even pasting a picture. You of me. <laughs> the thing is, boss, I own exactly that suit and tie, so you didn't have to do that. <laughs> It's your face behind it. Is it? Oh, yeah, you just went smiling, so I had to swap it with a smiley. <laughs> so, with regard to the news, though, so, uh, Brexit, Putin, Trump, boo. Yeah. We don't cover any of that, do we? <laughs> we don't cover any of that. Um, we focus more on the, the important questions, mm. like if the Queen and Donald Trump had a baby, what would that look like? So... <laughs> 
That is what it looked like. Let that image just sink into your head. Let that digest. Let that sink in. Um, so yeah, we uh, Umar again. You scour the world for your news, don't you? And yeah, I do a lot of scouring. Yeah, you do a lot of scouring, don't yeah. you? Yeah, fantastic. And uh, you, here's some of the stories that you've covered. Yeah, so we covered really like important things, like uh, the, the chap who's been posting his letters in the dog food box for two years, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, the, the funny thing about that one is that he's actually been getting replies to some of his letters. Uh, makes me wonder where he's been posting his dog food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we've got one uh, where emergency services, the fire, uh, fire brigade was called out to turn out, uh, to put out a fire, but it turned out to be just some clouds. And we don't know whether the fire brigade actually did try to put out those clouds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we don't just talk about like human like uh, misery, we also talk about the animals as well. So yeah. the plight of uh, cows uh, who uh, have a, a lot to... Uh, Worry about now that milk prices are dropping, they could be in fear of losing their jobs. <laughs> and then there's this, obviously the story about the peeping con gorilla that had been upsetting his neighbours, and I think that one speaks for itself. Uh, but I think most of the stories that I focus on are to do with some kind of confusion between one one thing and, and another. What was that? Yeah. Confusion? Confusion, yeah. Oh, brilliant. I'm glad you used the word confusion, actually. Yeah. A little bit worried I had to move into the next one. <laughs> so, um, Confusion is good because I, I focus on a section called Siddiqui Science. So Siddiqui Science, uh, where I try and do some scientific work, which is really random because you're an actual scientist. I'm the scientist. So why so am I doing monk. this? Trust me, I'm a scientist. Well, you to me, I don't know about you guys, but when I look at this picture, it reminds me of Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> because this gentleman always volunteered to be experimented. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, he likes to dress up like that, but he has no idea what the task is in hand. So. Yeah. Wait, hang on. Tell me, uh, last of summer wine, that would make me the, the little one, Compo. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That really, really stubbly, drunk, yeah, scruffy one. one. Brilliant. Thanks, Dad. Okay. Okay. I need to like, build up my uh, confidence. Yeah, great. So, yeah. So, Siddiqui Science, I've got to be perfectly honest with you, though. There's very little science involved. Like, really little science. What happens is uh, we turn up on usually a Sunday... Omar will tell me what the topic is that we're doing, and I'll go, okay, I'll be back in 10 minutes. Quickly go on Google and try and find a list associated with whatever the topic that we're doing that week is. So that's why I'm really glad you used the word confusion. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, because for this Siddiqui Science, I just did um, the top 11 most confusing things people find confusing. 11? Hmm. I mean, why 11? Usually these things go in list of 10 or 20 or 100. 11? You're confused already, aren't you? So that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, good start. Fantastic. So um, here's here's my list of very confusing things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you see, football's offside rule. That's a given. Yeah, buying a house. That's tough. Uh, algebra as well. Algebra is the sort of word, if anybody mentioned algebra, all of a sudden have image of a giraffe walking past me. I don't know why. Does anybody else have that? There's just water in that. Right. <laughs> yeah, it is what. Well, if anything, it'd be zebra, wouldn't it? Al zebra. Uh, yeah, I think there is some sort of word association mm. in my head. So yeah, okay. A giraffe. But yeah, quite an impressive list, though. Isn't it? Impressive. Quite, but can I, I just point out something? How old is this list? What do you mean? Why is Shell Cole is still with Ashton? <laughs> <laughs> that happened like a, this was about ten years ago. Isn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Actually, if you look at the source, factsaboutthenaughties.com forward slash confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I really should have like double checked mm. on my thoughts, shouldn't I? Yeah. But come on, some of them are good, and uh, there's there's an important reason why number eleven is on there as well. 
lookalikes. Lookalikes. Now let's be honest, lookalikes confuse everyone, don't they? Like the cheeky girls, the Olsons, Jedwood. They confuse everyone. Lookalikes confuse the hell out of me. But they're not lookalikes, they're twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But still lookalikes is a confusing thing. And since we've been yes, on yeah, yeah. since we've been on Gogglebox we've had some confusion as well. Me and you always get confused, don't we? So I, I don't know if you've for, yeah, for, yeah, each other. for each other, yeah. So um I don't know if you've noticed on Twitter, whenever Gogglebox is um, uh, trending or on Twitter, um, I'll get loads of really nice tweets and going, ah, you've said some really funny stuff today, well done, at Bassett Siddiqui. Turns out it wasn't me, it was him who said all the stuff. And then you get loads of insults thrown your way yeah. as well, don't you? And I think they're directed for me. They're directed for you. No, I think they're directed for you. <laughs> but, yeah, and you've been referred to as the Asian Louis Theroux before. Yeah, one person yeah. has told me the Asian Louis Theroux. Especially when you wear your glasses. Yeah. yeah. I've had Asian Adam Sandler. Um, <laughs> but uh, out of all of us, there's one who gets lookalike a lot. Oh, and yeah, I think it's yeah. just us who think that he looks like these people. And that brings us nicely on to... Sid alike. alike. Yeah. So we're going to just try and tell you a little bit about the people we think he looks like. Yeah. We might be totally wrong, but obviously when we watch Gogglebox, we go, oh yeah, he really looks like him. And you've got a theory on why you think you look, why yes. you look, have so many lookalikes. Well, I maybe. think I've got one of those faces, it's generic, and it's quite common in a sense. You know, like you have blood type O, which is very common. I yeah. think I am face type O in that. <laughs> face type O. So that, that's the only thing I can put it down. <coughs> face type O. I'm impressed that you know that blood type O is the most common blood type, though. Mm -hmm. That is very I'll double check that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the first lookalike, um, for, we'll, we'll describe him and you guys can see if you can guess who he is. Um, bit of a wheeler dealer. That's the character he plays on TV. He's actually a comedy national treasure yeah, oh, yeah, from yeah. a famous uh, British comedy. Um, he's always looking for a bargain. He's got a very tall brother. I'm not going to do an impression because I really can't. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? Do you want to say it? Del Boy. Del Boy. Uh, thank you. Now, specifically with Del Boy, I, I don't think that it's necessarily Dad looks like David Jason. No. I think it's a personality as well. There's something a bit Del Boy about Dad. Yeah. Now, now, you guys only know him from TV. The second the camera's off, he's trying to find a bargain left, right and centre, honestly. It's not true, not true at all. I mean, this could have been an insult really, but it, because it's related to David Jason, I take it with, uh, with a big heart. It's a compliment. Now the next one, this one's a little bit obscure, but I don't know, I think it's probably the picture we've got, because when they smile, they, they look very similar. Plus they also have similar, similar moves, and you'll see what I mean. Because I personally think that Dad looks a lot like Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's that Asian connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be that Asian connection thing. But I don't know whether it's the smile or the fact that he roundhouse kicks me every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> with the proficiency of Jackie Chan. Yeah, with the proficiency yeah. of Jackie Chan, yeah. So I don't know. Would you like a demo now? No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> Save it for the green room later. <laughs> Now, Uma, this next one is you, though, isn't this, it? This the next one is me. So, um, yeah, I think this guy really looks like Dad. Um, so this is a, a movie uh, legend. He was quite a legend in the... He's uh, uh, been in Reservoir Dogs. Now he's kind of, like, been uh, relegated to doing insurance ads, driving around in a flash car and doing insurance ads, you know, it is... Yeah, Harvey Keitel, I think that looks like. <laughs> in, his, in his younger days. 
in Harvey Keitel's younger days. <laughs> yes, yeah. if he smiled a bit more, maybe. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that drives around in a car, kind of giving insurance advice as well. So <laughs> yeah. that's what the similarity. There's a similarity there as well. It's, it's that part of the face, isn't it? That yeah. part. We've got really similar to that part. Well, what, thank what, you. But you yeah, you about? you've done a good job there. I think you've done good research. But this is not this is nothing in comparison to what slide I've got to show you. The next slide. Now, shall we put it up? Yeah. What do you reckon to that? No, that is a true likeness, isn't it? I can't tell which one's which. Which one's which? <laughs> well, that gentleman, that one over there, is uh, Steve Scott. He's a presenter on ITV News. Now, it's been verified because he himself tweeted and said, I think you're my lost brother. <laughs> so I was taken aback, actually. So uh, I thought, yeah. That's but not how it happened, Abby. Someone else said you look like him, and that's what Steve said. Well, yeah, we're <laughs> well, yes, well, same yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've not done any DNA tests? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, not yet. No. Yes, we look alike. <laughs> my stop pestering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this whole thing about like, being in the public eye and getting confused yeah. for people, we are the first to say that, yeah, we've got a public profile. We never hate use the word famous. We use more sort of famous. We're yes, famous yeah, ish, aren't we? Kind of. So we wanted to give you guys an insight into like the stuff that we've done that has that our Gogglebox has led to. So, uh, sort of famous. Yeah. I'm that famous, I'm allowed to land planes as well. <laughs> so, I don't think I've ever seen a pilot look more terrified. <laughs> yeah, that's because that photo was taken mid-flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please let me land the plane. <laughs> Stop shaking my hand. So yeah, that's that's one of the nice things that we've had happen. Yeah. Where Dad, uh, they they called you in. They they did an announcement on the tannoy that. Yes, it was quite uh, quite funny because nobody ever noticed who it was. Uh, obviously, we oh. were going somewhere, and this uh, captain came along and he saw me and he just stopped me, and shook my hand. Said, oh, "You must come to the cockpit later on, blah blah." And then he did that. And then before the takeoff, you know, they say we've been following this route and flying at 17,000 miles up there or whatever, feet up there. And after they said, oh, by the way, we have a celebrity on board here. Sid Sadiq is traveling with us. And there was as silent as a, <laughs> as a tumbleweed roll. Did, did you stand up as well? <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> Just sit back down. <laughs> oh. But in all honesty, it has led to us doing a lot of random stuff. So this yeah. is me and I'm uh, that's me being lucky enough to, well, unlucky enough to do the London Marathon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, what's happening in your picture? So that's a slightly uh, more, considerably more beardy me post, uh, posing for the Institute of Biomedical Science advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering, so you open the window and that's staring back at you. <laughs> the yeah, so they let me do that. Um, so I mentioned before my biomedical scientist, my colleagues were nice enough to let me out of that class one safety cabinet for the day, which is where I'm usually confined and working, <laughs> just to post for that. These are the excuses of these two. Actually, I'll tell you what the truth is. What? That one, the bastard has actually did take part in London Marathon and finished it. And he's about to buy a ton of ginger nut there. So it does look like Yeah? I did try and bite it. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, Omar actually is in hiding because he's that famous. Ladies are chasing him everywhere. <laughs> so he's in a disguise, actually. The white coat and beard. Is that mm. real? What beard? The beard, yeah. <laughs> no, that's just... That's, yeah. So that I've is... That's, that's so that's the, I think that, that is the truth, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you should have worn a mask, man. Anyway, so, and this is Dad. Uh, now, Dad, correct me oh, if I'm right, wrong. Okay. Well, actually, you tell the but story. Th yeah, this is slightly embarrassing, because this is my workplace. I work at Chesterfield, a place called Ash Green. And I was sneaking out of the office one day early and somebody snapped me. 
<laughs> when you say early, what, like 10 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> That's not a good idea. Yeah. Your, your boss is in the audience. Yeah. Yes. Your boss is actually in the audience. Sorry, Tony. Sorry. Sorry. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've been lucky enough to do a lot of random stuff, haven't we? So, um, what, this is a lovely one. I, I like the fact that I get to put my daughter on there as well. Uh, we did something for Father's Day, a nice little magazine article, mm-hmm. and Amelia got to come. And they say that you shouldn't work with children or animals. And she was a bit of an animal that day. And it, it took us about six hours to get that picture, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, My interpretation of that photo is it's a, it's a black uh, hairdo day for Siddiqui. Yeah, contrast that to that. Yeah. It, yeah. And I show that picture to Amelia now, and she doesn't have a clue whose lap she's sitting in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait so much yeah. in two months. Yeah. So yeah, this uh, some of the lovely stuff that we've yeah, got to do, um, there, yeah. and this was last year when we did the jingle jog. So that was, that's a 5k run where you run around dressed as Santa, mm-hmm. and we got a picture taken with the mascot. Dad, I really don't know what you're doing to that mascot, but <laughs> I don't know where your hands are. Um, desperately trying to be Santa's helper there. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not a ventriloquist doll, Dad. You don't need to <laughs> he he wasn't getting paid enough on that day for whatever he <laughs> had to do. Yeah. So, and then this is us at, this wasn't too long ago, was it, Omer? No, it wasn't too long ago, no, it was about three months ago. So we went to the opening of the uh, new kennels at the RSPCA, uh, and we were entrusted with the job of cutting the ribbon uh, to declare the new kennels open. You'd think it'd be an easy job, wouldn't you? But they gave me rusty shears to cut that ribbon, and it took me about a good 15, 20 minutes to actually... (laughs) We were a little bit worried that it wasn't going to open. Yeah, at one point, I thought these kennels were going to stay closed because I can't cut this, cut this room. And there were loads of dogs like waiting to get. <laughs> no, we can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we've we've been lucky enough to do a lot of like awesome stuff, and we really yes. try to do good stuff yeah, in nice the community, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So oh god, oh, no, well, no, move on, move, move on. on. <laughs> next one, next one, please. Next one. That was look, fake. Yeah. That that was lookalikes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And our that's kit. us with animals again, our kittens. That's ah, us. Yeah, really that's nice. That's the that we are, um, we we like. Furry and hairy things, as soon as you show us something, we're in there. I gave you a script. Can you stick to the script? <laughs> what you'll notice in this, though, there's that uh, fourth member of the family, the sofa. How did you get the sofa over to the RSPCA oh, yeah. in that picture? Uh, it was, yeah, it went for lack of trying. I tell you, I nearly got a hernia dragging that sofa. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, is, it follows us everywhere, doesn't it? Because mm. people, when they see the Siddiquis, they think, well... If you're standing up, you don't look like the Siddiquis. <laughs> Sit down. Yes, you look like the Siddiquis. I understand it. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's a little bit about this kind of stuff that we've done and a little bit about us. Now, obviously doing a night like this and uh, living in Derby all our life, I think it's only right, and we felt it was only right, to share a little bit about the city that we actually live in as well. So, uh, we've got a little section here called Derby. The place where all our stuff is. <laughs> you do you mean think. groceries, don't you? What do you mean? <laughs> well, this is where our stuff is, isn't it? Why, why, is, why Sainsbury's? Huh? Why have we got Sainsbury's to represent Derby? It's the Sainsbury's in Chadderston. So, technically, it's okay to use that picture. It could be Sainsbury's anywhere. Yeah, it could be Sainsbury's in Scotland. Nothing says Derby like Sainsbury's. For me, <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose, yeah, yeah. All right, fine, I probably could have got a better picture. Okay, so back to my lists, though. Um, this was a nice little source. Derby is the least stressed place to live. Okay. Yeah. Brighton's yeah. really high and uh, like a pretty stressed place, so I don't know. And it's not a Midlands thing, is it? Because you've got Leicester at 
number two most stressed. Mm. Yeah. I like Leicester, London, I get being pretty stressed. But yeah, I was really proud of that as well. You've got a theory on this, though, haven't you? For why Derby is the least stressed place. Mm. Yeah, I've got a theory that when they were circulating the questionnaire for the stress, there were two, uh, three options, yes, no, and don't care. And a lot of people from Derby <laughs> take don't care, and they go, yeah, they're chilled out, those people. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I've got a different theory, though. Go on. And it's got something to do with this ne next set of pictures. So, that's a, a couple of areas in Derby. Out of interest, actually, is anyone not from Derby here? Yeah, good. Okay, so we're giving you a bit of like facts about Derby as well, that's good. Yeah, okay, cool. dubious facts. Very dubious, yeah, yeah please, yeah, <laughs> double check them. So, um, yeah, one of those pictures there, I think is linked to why Derby is one of the least stressed places. So, do you guys want to just have a look, have a talk amongst yourselves, which picture do you think that is? Which one do you think it is, John? Well, it's not Derby County. No. <laughs> I would say um, the velodrome because people can cycle around it and nope. ease some tension. Nope. It is actually the picture in the bottom right hand corner. It's a car park. So, for those of you who don't know, that is Bold Lane Car Park. It is literally around the corner from here, Bold Lane Car Park. Mm. Now, if you don't do it yet, but in a, in a bit, if you do a Google search, a quick Google search, and you type something like Bold Lane Car Park Secure, something along those lines, you'll get a number of sites with a list on it. And that site and that list is the 10 most secure locations in the world. <laughs> Said with a completely straight face. So, on that list, you've got Pentagon, um, the Pentagon, uh, you've got <laughs> Fort Knox, yeah. and you've got some other ones that I should have probably checked. <laughs> but then somewhere on that list, and it's not even number ten. Mm. It's it's pretty like it's kind of midway. Okay. You'll see. <laughs> Bold Lane. Bold Lane Car Park. <laughs> yeah. Round the corner, Derby. Yeah. Now, I I don't know if my fact is right with this, but our, legend has it apparently okay. that there was a famous architect. His name could have been Bold. It could have been Lane, I'm not too sure. I'd have to double check. But basically, his car got broken into. And then he was looking at his broken into car, and he just looked at it and shook his head and said, never again. And from that, he built the most secure <laughs> car park in the world. Oh, okay. You're a good storyteller. It's true. Yeah. I, w I want to actually make a film about Bold Lane Car Park okay. as well, where basically aliens invade the world, and the four most secure locations in the world get destroyed. So Fort Knox and all the others. And they have to move the crown jewels or something of significance. I haven't figured that part out. But basically something important has to be moved to the next most secure location in the world. So that would be this important thing goes to Bowl Lane Car Park. Mm. And the film would just be basically trying to defend the crown jewels or whatever it is in Bowl Lane Car Park. I'm thinking of a title for the film. Go on. Bowling car park. <laughs> That's a working title, right? No, 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 no I'm sticking with that. The irony is with that. The irony is we've all parked at Chapel Street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's too expensive for us. <laughs> so um, that's my fact about Derby. Hopefully, I've educated you a little bit, being a teacher. Omar, do you have any facts for us or any? Well, I'll, I'll, well, I mean, seeing as how you put a lot of uh, time and effort into this slide, I just want to skim over like some of the, the things on there. 
Um, so uh, you got obviously the Rams. Uh, that picture was taken. That picture was taken <laughs> on, uh, on on a way on a way day really. So that's why it's interesting. It's quite, yeah. Uh, but yeah, are we Rams fans? We're Rams fans. We like to see oh, them yeah. do well. Yeah, we'll do well. How did they do against Swansea? Two 0 Two one. Two one. Yeah. And we're just waiting for our season tickets to arrive, and we'll be right there. Our free season tickets to be arrive, and we'll be right there on eBay selling those uh, free season tickets. Um, yeah. But yeah, I also got Rolls Royce, Cornerstone of British Engineering, based right here in Derby. So yeah, a few things to uh, to be proud about, really. Can I just ask? You chose some of these pictures, didn't you? I did, yes. You chose Crawshaws, didn't you? Yeah, Crawshaws. Does anybody know the story about Crawshaws? Nobody here, an ex-employee of. Sorry, an employee of Crawshaws. Crawshaws is a butcher that recently closed down because of health violation. And I just wanted to put it in there because Derby, even though we love it. It's the kind of city that holds its hands up and it says, we're not perfect, we sometimes do get things wrong. We do sometimes end up poisoning our citizens, <laughs> with dodge, with dodge, dodging meat. And I think most of the time when Derby does get it wrong, it's to do with meat. Yeah. If it's to do with like aeronautics or football, we get it right. Meat, no. Meat, no. So that's our little insight into yeah. it. Yeah. Now, do you want to share anything? Yes, I can, because Derby to me is, um, is a dear uh, city because I've lived here. I know you were born here and you lived here that long, but I've lived here longer than that. I'm talking about 55 years ago uh, that I moved into Derby. And of course, things were totally different in those days. And the, the, the most important thing or the biggest impact that I had was that I always found Derby to be very, very cold. Uh, and in those days, obviously, I was only a real lad, uh, not much shorter than I am now. Uh, <laughs> but it was always cold, and to find uh, ice on your bedroom window was not an uncommon thing. And I'm talking about inside of your bedroom. Uh, and obviously, there was no thing that the central heating or any heating of sort. We did have coal and stuff. And the most interesting thing was that nobody had bathrooms. Uh, there was outside toilet. Uh, that was a, a, a thing to, to conquer. And there was obviously no bus. People used to either have a, a quick wash in the, in the kitchen sink or something. But there was baths available, municipal baths. I don't know if anybody here would remember, perhaps not. Uh, I'm showing my age now, aren't I? Um, and the, the thing was that every Saturday it was a family day for people to go and have a bath in the local municipal baths and swimming pools. And it, it, it was really a, a day to be had on, on those days. And I remember vividly going to have a bath, and when you arrived there, you were given a ticket and uh, a nice clean um, towel and a tablet of toilet, a tablet of uh, soap, and you had to sit on the bench, wait for your turn. And obviously, there were lots of people using those baths, so the attendant had to clean uh, one of the baths and then shout at you, say, Oh, your number's here, number 33, come and get your bath. And then you would trot along, and the thing that I remember very vividly, the attendants, all middle-aged men, were very friendly and very helpful. And often they, they like to help you, and they offer their services. <laughs> would you like me to come and rub your back? Or any other thing that you want me to do? <laughs> and in those days, obviously, I, I was naive and I didn't know anything, anything of the sort. So I said, no, no, thanks so much. But I always declined that. After God, I was really worried at where that story was going. Well, nothing happened. If anything happened, you wouldn't have been here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
fair point. Yeah. yeah, that's some of the things. I mean, other things that you remember about Derby was, and perhaps that was for all of the UK. I mean, fish and chips used to cost about half a crown. Those are the good old days. Good old days. Uh, half a crown, um, you probably remember about half a crown. Well, I think it's 12 pence in today's money. But I never knew what crown was. I don't know if anybody knew what crown was. It. Was it a coin for a crown? Yeah. No? Um, Dad, can I just say that? Thank you for sharing. <laughs> you had a chance to talk about your history of Derby, mm. and the best story you could choose was almost being seduced by a back in the <laughs> almost. almost, yeah, almost. almost. Yeah. That's the important There's part. a lesson to be learned. Absolutely, yeah. Please don't share that, Dad. <laughs> yeah, he stayed here, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's our little insight into Derby and the history, the weird history. Um, but we'd be, it'd be remiss of us not to mention the picture right in the middle. So, Dada. Derby Dance. Uh, they're celebrating their 20-year uh, birthday, so we're extremely grateful for them inviting us today. But more importantly uh, than the outside of the building is the inside of the building, and that's exactly where the bar is. <laughs> now, before you guys go for your intermission, um, you've got about five minutes. There's the Ask the Siddiqui's booth. That will sh Where's that? Is that the front? That's the front of house, reception. Yeah. So uh, in the first five minutes, you get a chance to ask a question of us, which we'll uh, attempt to answer in the second half, so please do. Yeah, and I uh, hope you've enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys for Act 2. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very please much. Please do come back. <laughs> Thank you. You expected to dance your well, way in. Again. Oh, I know what happened. We were supposed to dance, weren't we? But the, the dancing budget was blown, wasn't it? Oh. The second dance budget, yeah. Now, the second dance budget uh, money was spent on this box. Uh, there's something quite nice in this box. It's actually a prize for a little competition. We said, second half, get yourself a little bit merry because you're going to need to be for this bit um, because we've got some audience involvement so hopefully you'll enjoy what we've got planned I like that ooh I like that <laughs> fantastic so part two guess the show so we need to stand up for this bit and get ourselves in just to pre-warn you um, this could all go terribly wrong so it'll either go brilliantly or horribly wrong horribly but fingers crossed yeah. one no. of two ways it's not no in between nothing in between no fantastic so right we stand ourselves up you two get into position Right. Take a big swig. Sorry, Ashley. We should show you. Are you that way? Yeah, almost that way. Right, brilliant. I'll let you go through that one. Fantastic. Brilliant. Okay, so basically, what's going to happen? You notice the house lights have gone on. Hello, everyone. Hello. I've got to realize how many people there are on the floor. Good to see that almost everybody came back. Yeah, fantastic. Good. There is a door there with people. Yeah. So, 
the plan now is we're going to do a little bit of a quiz. So what's going to happen is you're going to see us guys watching some shows, but you won't see what shows we're watching. And you guys have to, you guys and girls, have to try and let us know which ones you, what you think the show is. You'll have an A or B option. And we've got a couple of uh, movements that you'll have to do. So if you are able to stand, can I ask you all to stand up? Thank you. Now, you only get one shot with this. So if you do get it wrong you, and you have to sit down, you have to stay down for the rest of it. So A or B option, options option. with the shows you're going to see. Um, if you think it's A, you have to stand like this. Omar, if you can model that, please. <laughs> Legs in. Take it seriously, please. Thank you. Cool. And if you think that it is answer B, could you stand like this, please? Do you have to take my shirt off? No, no, no. Oh, please leave your shirt on. So, Dad, could you get into place? Yeah, okay. So, just remember, though, so A is that, B is that. Yeah. We'll be looking out to see how many of you get it right or wrong, okay? There's roughly about ten. I better get my questions right. Okay, so, if we could roll the first video. Good luck, guys. Ready? Ready? <coughs> so don't say the name of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh God, this. this Not again. When is this gonna end? It won't end. But at least you know when this is on that Christmas is coming to. Yeah. This is the key indicator that Christmas is. Coming. Are you referring to those turkeys there then? Uh -huh. <laughs> All four of them. Yeah. One of them looking particularly well done. <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah. One of them looks like they could do with stuffing. And the other one looks like they've been plucked from him as well. Singing turkeys. Oh, not all of them are singing turkeys, are they? No. Right. So, you've got two options. If you think it's A, X Factor, you stand like this Tell man. This. If you think it's B, The Voice, you stand like that chap. So, A or B, X Factor or The Voice? We all stand in and try and see. Right. The answer is A, X Factor. So if you said B, the voice, could you sit down, please? You can enjoy Sorry, the rest please. of this. Fantastic. Okay. So, the next one. Let's go for the next one. Oh, Dad, your favourite. Mmm. <laughs> Have you got your sequin uh, trousers at the ready for this one? Yeah. Are your hips all nice and loose enough? Absolutely. Thanks for making me picture Dad's hips. Hips are fine, but I have two left feet. So, you know, this I don't mind being on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they change it enough, don't they? It's one thing about it, it's very colourful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at the colour there. It's amazing. He kissed that lady, though, didn't he? <laughs> 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 Too much. Yeah. That's yeah. too easy. <laughs> Okay, so, A and B, are you ready? Mm -hmm. uh, if you think it's A, dancing on ice, can you stand like this man? And if you think it's B, strictly come dancing, stand like that man. <laughs> you are, of course, right. It is B, strictly come dancing. Right. Did, Did anybody get, get that wrong? Did anyone get that wrong? No, I don't think anybody got that wrong. What a waste of questions. No, yeah. you're, you're, <laughs> when you said, I think your clue was too obvious. obvious. All right, look, let's not argue now. Okay, I want right. to argue. <laughs> right, next one, next one. Brilliant. Um, I, you see, I've started watching this. Now he's on it. Yeah. And I still, I get really uh, hypnotised by his eyes. What do they call him? Blue eyes? Oh, yeah. Oh, blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes. Yeah. The only problem is, he can't think. 
No, you shouldn't try. Is this the only prom program where you watch and put weight on? Which is through osmosis, like you're watching it, yeah. yeah. It does, it does yeah. Osmosis, no, it's got something to do with the fact that you're making stuff. What's going on? Yeah. I've just realised the program is reflected in my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you told him that? Well, I just realised that. Oh, God. Really? Don't, Don't look at your glasses. Don't look at your glasses. Okay, cool. So if you think it's a Master Chef, stand like this man, and then Dad's ready, isn't he? Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny like that the whole time. I, re I really want to take my shirt off. But no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. And if you think it's B, Great British Bake Off, stand like this guy, but leave your shirt on. Fantastic. Right, the answer is Great British Bake Off. So if you said A, sit yourselves down, please, I'm afraid. Sorry, A. Ooh. Right. Ooh, Number four, we're thinning them out. Basically, we're looking for the last two to win this box and whatever's in this box. Right, okay, next one. Number four. This one's my favourite one. Uh, you see, I think since he's grown a beard, yeah. he's become more of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> For me, this program is all about the character here. Nothing yeah. to do with intelligence, nothing to do with the questions. No. It's just when we watch it, it's just it's a show that makes you feel a little bit stupid. And yeah. But when you get a question right, you feel like you're the smartest person in the world. Exactly. Yeah. You tell people about it the next day. <laughs> Always questionable mascots as well, aren't they? Yeah. That was a bit of a dead space. Yeah, no, <laughs> right, okay, so if you think that is A, University Challenge, and if you think it's B, Mastermind. That's a tough one. No conferring. Oh, I saw you conferring. You're running on money's worth here, aren't I? Yeah, I know, yeah. You're looking good, man. You're good. Uh, it is A, University Challenge. So if you thought B, Mastermind, sit down. That was a tough one. Oh, we're thinning them out now, I think. We're thinning some out. Right, this, this is when it gets very tough. It gets, yeah. Ooh, yeah, we are thinning this down. We're thinning this down. We might have to look at it. You know, in a, in a yeah. Okay, number five. Have you watched this yet? No, because you've got, you got to pay to watch it, haven't you? I don't want to give you a pay to watch. That is, we've got this in common. We've watched this, haven't we? We have yeah. watched it, but this is the, the only program we test the nerve thinking how Corrupt, corrupt, yeah. or how justice can go wrong completely. I still can't tell what the uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know the truth. I really don't. See, I'm not sure. Is this show like an instructional show? So you watch it and then you know how to do that? No, man. No. <laughs> Please don't watch it for that reason. You get me so worried when you say stuff like that. Ooh, very cryptic. Yeah. What show was almost getting yeah. instructions? Instructions. From? So if you thought it was a making a murderer. Could you stand like Uma? And if you think it's B, wife swap. <laughs> you, you wrote this, didn't you? I think a bit. B, wife swap, stand like Dad. Fantastic. He is, of course, making a murderer. Right. Now it gets interesting. No Next one thought that was wife swap. No! <laughs> I'm going to watch making a murderer. Yeah. That's why Uma wanted instructions. <laughs> right, okay. So, next one. Omar, I love that you really enjoyed this this year. It's quite high octane. What, what would be the best word to describe it? Oh, it's cocktail of everything. Cocktail of everything, yeah. And there's so many twists and turns in it. I think they do violence and humour really well. Yeah. Though, right? And there is a relationship going on there. Yeah. yeah. And for a British show, 
Like a BBC show. It does touch the boundary line. It does, yeah. It's very borderline. Ooh. So, if you think that it is A, strangers, or B, killing Eve, can you assume the poses, please? Which you know by now. A, killing... Oh, sorry, A, strangers, or B, killing Eve. It is B, killing Eve. Mm. Quite a few people have that. Right, very good. I'm, I'm really worried that we're going to reach the I end. I think we've got... Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I can stop doing that. Huh? <laughs> right, okay, next one. Next one. God, a classic. Yes. This is really touching the gender neutralism now. It is, isn't I it? So, yeah. And when a show like this does it, yeah. it speaks volumes because it obviously it's had its tradition for years, hasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. So it's good that they've shifted it. It is good. Yeah, look, it's been like all men and then now I've got a girl. Although it looks like one of the ro a robot there. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I still love the theme tune. Best theme tune ever. You've tried to like emulate the theme tune yeah. and have synthesizer, haven't you? Okay, right, this one. If you think that it's A, casualty, <laughs> robot, you said robot, or B, B, Doctor Who, please try to pose now. Right, we were hoping by this point we'd have about two people. Right? <laughs> we'll see what happens. Don't though. worry, we've got contingency. Fine, we've got contingency, fine. Okay, rolling on to the next one. Oh, God. <laughs> You should don't even know what you're missing. Though. No, and I don't want to be. Oh, there's so much going on in this. And so much coming off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, it's not that raunchy. Is it not? It's more violent and inappropriate than it is raunchy. Right? No, it's yeah. raunchy and violent and yeah. more inappropriate. Yeah. It's raunchy and violent at the same time. I love the word raunchy. I don't think they use the word raunchy enough. Is it true now that they've got to wait for the guy to write a bit more before they can make a bit more? Well, no, they've like caught up. No, they've just ignored him now. They just have started writing their own stuff because he's never going to finish it. Anyway, yeah. plenty of armour there, isn't it? Yeah, that's the bit I like. I like dressing up in that sort of thing. Give you a little insight into Dad's personal life there. Uh, okay, so if you think it's A, Game of Thrones, Stan Lakoma, or B, Rome, Sound like that, sorry. Uh, and it is A Game of Thrones. Oh, we've lost a few oh, people now. Few. Unlucky. We shouldn't be pleased about that, but we are because. Uh, yeah, we are. We've only got oh, one prize. This game's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Next one. Um, Look, Dan, there's that guy you've got two autobiographies <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Have you read either of them? This really separates the wheat from the chaff, though, doesn't it? They all come suited and booted, yeah. and then they just come up across as absolutely we need from the chaff. They're all chaff. You can't pick chaff. Yeah, you're on your own. There's more chaff, isn't it? Yeah, they chaff. should just rename it chaff. <laughs> so short and sweet that one. So your two options are A. Dragon's Den or B. The Apprentice. Ooh. So if you think it's A. Stand like Uma or B. Stand like Dad. It is B. The Apprentice. Oh, we lost some. Nice try, guys. Nice try. Okay. Are we down to two yet? Oh, good God. How many shows have we got left? We've got one more show. Okay. Don't worry, we got contingents. 
see. It's all right. Okay, cool. This is so, gonna, this is going to confuse the hell out of them. This one, yeah, definitely. Right, last one. Good luck, guys. Uh, now, what who is it? This is the most ridiculous concept ever in the current program. It's TV eating itself, really, yeah. isn't it? Horrendous. Now look at that. Find me a bed. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> smart, guys. That is here. Look at that ball. What's in the month? Is it really tea? Okay, right. Uh, um, if you think it's A, Big Brother, <laughs> if you think it's A, Big Brother, stand like him, or if you think it's B, Gogglebox, <laughs> did, out of interest, did you lose anyone in that round? The number of people that were doing that before you even said it, you gave the option. I love the conversation we had in the back and yeah yeah no one will get adopted <laughs> no one will get adopted yeah, we've got a very bright audience yeah yes. well done guys you we have an audience of telly addicts right okay this is where it gets quite interesting mm. we're just going to go out the room and try and figure out right okay so this involves you two in a different way now yeah you need to have keen eyesight for this everyone who's still in make sure you're standing you are now in direct competition with everyone in this room. What I'm going to do is, I've got some tiebreakers that are almost written, so I don't actually know the answers to these, so I'll keep referring to him. But I'll read out some uh, descriptions of some shows. We're looking for the fastest hand up. We wish we had a better, better method, but we don't. <laughs> so these two are scouring the room. Can we try and choose yeah. the same person, please? Okay. Obviously, the people at the back no really have to, if you want to be... Yeah, please don't get violent with it as Yeah, well. don't you stand on the chairs. Yeah. Right, okay, so, right, tiebreaker, number one, name the show, no choice option. Did I have to read that part? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that's just a guide. Okay, sorry. Based loosely on a famous novel published in 1959, this program features the Crane family and is said to scare even Stephen King. Hands up, hands up, hands up. Oh, there's a hand up there. The Haunting of... We'll accept that, yeah, the haunting. Do you want to say it in one clear sentence? <laughs> it is, fantastic. Right. Oh, no, everyone else stay standing, but could you stay standing as well? Because we've got to, we need two, basically. We need, we two. need two. So, so we've, we've got our first one. Could you just stand there? You will have to do something in a second. But yeah. you're going to really regret answering that question, right? Okay, right, the next one. So we've got our first finalist. The next one, keen eyes on this. Oh, I don't have to read that part, do Right. This current affairs programme, first broadcast in 1953, and still on TV is, according to Wikipedia, the second longest running show on British TV. Ooh, straight, straight away, away there. Straight away. Newsman. No. no. Uh, I'm sorry, you're frozen out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Can't, like, make another suggestion. Okay, right, are there any more hands up? Hands up, hands up. Question. No, not question. Oh, no. I'll read it again. Sorry, frozen again. This current affairs program first broadcast in 1953 and still on TV is, according to Wikipedia, the second longest running show on British TV. Anyone? Ooh. Yes. No. No, no. Who's that? Yes, the gentleman there. Not that man. Oh, God. Yes, you're absolutely right. Well done. Why, oh, God. <laughs> You know so why we have go. our two finalists. Oh, we have our two finalists. Fantastic. 
Could the two finalists please come to the front and go towards the mic, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir. You, you stand over there, sir. <laughs> or stay there. If you're, you're maybe you like to stand over here. Right, so this is the final round to decide between these two. She's not old enough to drink that. What? She's not old enough to drink that. She's not old enough to do that. You don't know what it is. Yeah. Right, get we've never, Mike, can we just confirm we've Sorry. never met each other in you know, like a past life? <laughs> right, okay. So, for the purposes of the audience, congratulations again. This far, if you'd just like to introduce yourselves to the audience, please. Yeah. Uh, you go first. You ready? Could you get closer to the mic? And closer to the mic as yeah. well, please. Closer. Mic's closer. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful introduction there. And, <laughs> and you, sir? I'm, I'm going to guess in your name is Martin. Martin. Yes, Basvali. This isn't rigged. Just point. Yeah. This isn't rigged. The gentleman did ask uh, answer correctly. Panorama. She should be here. Really. The wife should be here. No, look. Let's look. I think you two were conferring as well. You know, I think you were conferring when you were there. Okay. So uh, you can just whisper your name, and I'll tell you. Megan. As in Renault. Yeah, Megan and Martin are two finalists. So, we're going to do what's called a tie-break round now. So, I'm going to yeah, ask you each one question. Whoever gets the most answers right is the winner of that poorly wrapped prize over there. Jenga. Huh? it looks like Jenga. Okay. So, ladies first. Megan, what is the name of the Siddiqui, Siddiqui, Siddiqui's, Siddiqui's podcast? Um. Quiet, you... Rumbling. It is, yes, correct. Well Very good. Martin, this gentleman that I've never met before. <laughs> name, name, name two celebs dad is said to resemble. Gotta look over it. Two celebs dad is said to resemble. Jackie Chan. Yeah. No looking at me. <laughs> That guy of goggle books. <laughs> yeah, that guy of goggle books. <laughs> and somebody else? We'll have to no. prompt you. Jackie Chan. I'm sure, yeah, you did get one right, Jackie Chan, then you had your choice of <laughs> David, <laughs> David Jason, Harvey Keitel, yeah, and Steve Scott. So that's 1 0. Okay. I don't win you in trouble. Oh, really? <laughs> From the poll earlier, which was ranked as most stressed city? So I'm looking for the most stressed. That's a tough one, isn't it? It's not your question. Brighton. Brighton, yes, correct. Well done, again. I don't know, I don't know. Right? You can get people helping you. Okay. You know, there's, no, there's the only question for me. Name two of the characteristics given to the family from earlier on in the show. <laughs> Bearing in mind it's 2-0. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> two characteristics. Hmm. 
Tim's gone quiet now. Shall I give you shall I give him a No No, no. 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 Surely shall I give him a So we've got our section called As Seen on Twitter. And we just wanted to mention this very quickly because we're really proud of the fact that we do quite a lot of stuff on social media, don't we? We have quite an active social media presence. Um, so this, again, is uh, the cats uh, outing to the RSPCA. Click. Um, so that's us playing with cats. And oh, we, we like to do it. We have a nice little R there. That's good. Yes. R there. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. But it isn't just us three that do stuff on Twitter as well. And it gives us a chance to give an insight into our family. So this picture is uh, my brother Raza, who uh, is showing that his cat, uh, my cat saw, Sorter, looks like Godzilla. So, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It's, it's definitely true. So it's, it gives us a really nice chance to include our family in it as well, doesn't it? Yeah. And try and include as much of the family as we can do, as this next image shows. How many Siddiquis can you fit in a hula hoop? <laughs> so, my daughter is on the verge of tears there. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's child abuse. Is that borderline child abuse? Or? Yeah. I think it's adult abuse. Adult it? abuse as well, yeah. yeah. And uh, the lady there who's got the back to uh, us is Mrs. Siddiqui, your wife. Yes. Yeah, and that's the best picture that we have of it. <laughs> a passport photo. Like, that? <laughs> now, we're really proud of, like I said, of the stuff that we do on Twitter. We always say some like proud, pro profound and thought-provoking things every now and then. And that's why it really breaks my heart when it's stuff like this one that gets the most likes. So if you look at the bottom, 3.8 thousand likes, 185 retweets. What I love about this picture, though, is Dad and what he's written about it. So... I am painting spare bedroom, just looked outside. These two five-year-olds slapping each other with water-filled latex gloves. <laughs> Is there anything they can't use to amuse themselves? And then to finish, I worry so much. Yeah. <laughs> two sad face emojis as well. So that's how worried he is for us. So we, we realised that the whole Twitter thing is really useful. Yeah. And that's where we came up with the Twitter idea. Useful for showcasing our stupidity. Our stupidity, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Um, so that's where we came up with the idea of hashtag Ask the Siddiquis. So that's where you guys would have had a chance to ask some questions. And some of you did it on Twitter, and some of you did it tonight as well. So we thank you very much for that. So we promise to listen intently uh, to your questions and look like this, and not look like this. So the way this is going to work, we've got our questions uh, already picked out, and we're going to answer them as we go through as well. So I'm going to whittle through a couple of these. If you don't mind, though, if uh, when your name is read out, if you could just show, show us your hand so we know that you're not, not real. Um, and then we know who we're answering the question yeah. to as well. It's not been submitted by a robot. Also. Yeah. Okay, this first one. Uh, 
person's name is Seth. This was uh, done online, so this person might not be in. Out of all of the charity bike rides you've done to Paris, which one was your favourite? So this one was direct to me. And it's a really e easy answer, that's why I've chosen to do it. Is, is Seth here by any chance? I didn't think he would be. Basically, I've only done one. <laughs> so that's a super easy question to answer. So <laughs> hopefully the others will give us more pause for thought and yeah. talk a little bit longer about them. I'll, I'll just go through this one as well. Uh, Sadia Siddiqui. Hello, that's my sister. She <laughs> um, put, uh, boss, who did you get for Secret Santa this year? <laughs> Basically, we have a running joke in the Siddiqui household where we, do, we don't all get each, each other presents, we get each other a Secret Santa. And it's my mission every year to try and figure out everyone's Secret Santa. So I like what you did there, so I'm yeah. not telling you. <laughs> out of interest, who did you get? <laughs> you know, you know, I know, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying different things. Okay then, so shall we, shall we get a serious question now, Dad? Dad, do you want to read your first one? Uh, yes, I can. I don't know whether it's serious or not. It's a question from Colin Staves. Yes. Is he there? Right. Hello there, Colin. What is your favourite TV programme? Well, need to tell you? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Is it Gogglebox? You choose yours. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say Gogglebox because we probably want to plug a little bit here. Uh, but generally speaking, I think my theme is sort of something that you can have a debate about, uh, the documentary, for instance, something like that. So that is my favourite. If you had to name a show, though, like you, uh, we really like Making a Murder, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we love that. But on the, on the, the other side, the, like so David, David Attenborough, I mean, he does some amazing programs. He's doing, yeah, he's doing so, that so program. Anything he does, um, I'm there. Mm. Uh, for me, it's like binge-watching binge type stuff. So Game of Thrones, I'm a massive fan of. Um, oh, judging from the competition before, all of you guys watch quite a lot of TV, which I'm very yeah. impressed with. But yeah, for me, it is kind of that stuff that you can get engrossed in. It takes me ages to get into it, so like two or three years after the show's actually popular, that's when I get into it. So yeah, Game of Thrones for me. You, I know which one you're going to say. Go on. Shall we say it after three? Wait. <laughs> no, not that. I'm going to say it. It's anyway. got to be something that we watch on Gogglebox. Oh, no, no, no. no, yeah, no, no, no. All right, then. One, two, two three. Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big fan, big Columbo fan. Yeah. It's just one thing. A lot of people in. What's that? Yeah, do you all know what Columbo That's is? country, isn't it? Columbia. If you don't, you're missing out on a treat. You are missing out on a treat. Fantastic. Brilliant. Okay, next question. Well, uh, Umar, you, shall we just go in order? You yeah. Go? Yeah, so this next question is from uh, Shirley, Shirley Inslee. Hi, Shirley. <laughs> what are your worst habits? Good oh question. God. You've got a list of worst habits that I've got. That's my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Um, worst habits. Let's not make it too disgusting. I think let's go, go with worst habits. What, when we're on TV, what do we do that can be classed as a bad habit? Dad's worst one is every time he speaks, he puts his hand in front of his mouth yeah. or starts fidgeting. You, have you noticed? Yes, you yes I do that. Yeah. Mom watching TV, yeah. yeah. It's what? nervous energy, I suppose. Yeah. And for Umar, you're one of those ones who will trail off with what you're saying. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because uh, to be honest, I, the way that Gogglebox is filmed, I kind of will just speak throughout an entire show and I throw that much crap at it that eventually something's going to stick and make the show. Whereas Umar, I would personally say, is the one who comes out with the awesome one-liners every yeah. now and then. But I have, very, uh, I have a lot of trouble finishing sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my general worst habit is, uh, on the show, 
I think I'm practically perfect in every way. Yeah, I'm sure there's something if you look hard enough. I'm sure Shirley will be able to pick something. Don't you stay quiet. There's no mic on you. Sorry? Oh, yeah, I knew yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, I, I make myself at home when I go to the house, to be honest. Right, okay, right. So this next one is from Nina. Can I? Where's Nina? Hello, Nina. You're right. Right, so Nina has asked, correct me if I'm wrong, which is your favourite family on Gogglebox and why? Ooh. I hate them all. <laughs> but uh, no, for me, it's always it's, it's quite a funny one because I tend to change it quite a lot each year. There'll be some that I absolutely love and then I fall out of favour. So if we go back to season one, I was a huge fan of Steph and Dom, really like them. Um, and then later on, I'd say it's probably Jenny and Lee for me now. Jenny and Lee. But then I think the consistent for the last couple of years has been Mary and Giles as well. Now, it's really funny with regards to Mary and Giles, I see a lot of stuff on Twitter, like people really don't get Giles' humour, and they think, God, he's really boring. But, like, he's not. He's just really clued up, and he knows exactly what he's doing. I might, I might be totally wrong, but that's how I personally feel about it. So I would say it's Mary, Mary and Giles, but Jenny and Lee as well. How about you, I think I would go along with Bastard because they, you do vary. It depends how they've been performing or whether you can get it to the level of a sense of humour as well. But I think Mary and Giles always are top tier, aren't they? I, I like the, uh, family, the Malone family. I think, mm. I think they're, they're a good bunch. Yeah. yeah. I think filming with them would be awful though <laughs> because they've got so many dogs in here. <laughs> Apparently the dogs are really chilled out though. It's the sun that's the issue, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So, yeah. So Malone's for you. Yeah. Genuinely for me, Miriam Charles for you. Yeah. 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 So thanks for that question. Thank Thanks. You. Right. Next one. Was it just me? So it's your. your yeah, yeah. I'll go. Yeah. Uh, somebody called Tim Bell. Hello, Tim. Uh, no, Tim's question. Is, I think there should be a TV series of you all watching yourselves on Gogglebox. Are you up for this? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a very good idea, and we don't think we've not thought about it, but it would be weird. Yeah. It would be sort of, uh, you know, disappearing ourselves into the TV, yeah. uh, literally. So I don't know how it would work. The concept is quite clever. Yeah. Um, and then what would happen there after that? Then when that series comes, the people watching that would be watching us watching that to watch the TV, yeah, if you know boy. what I mean. <laughs> It's, it's, it's one of those infinity yeah. questions, isn't it, really? Now, with regards to that, actually, because there were a few years ago where we watched ourselves winning the BAFTA. Now, this was back in series one or two, and they tried it. They, they trialled yeah. it, and they brought a scene from when the, the Gogglebox was announced as winning the BAFTA. And I, I, for me personally, I, that's why I know that it won't work, because of the fact that the way you react to yourself, or even a show that you're within you can't help but feel a little bit weird. It doesn't feel yes, the same as when yeah, you naturally yeah. watch the other stuff. There's something really strange about it. Well, even when Scarlett won um, I'm a Celebrity, they had the scene when she actually won, and they were, they were sort of celebrating that mm -hmm. fact. And watching that, it was really strange, and not to mention Gogglebox in it as yeah. well. Right, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of like breaking that fourth wall, and breaking it feels a bit wall, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's even uncomfortable watching somebody that looks like me. So if I ever saw something with Louis Theroux in it, I'd be like, oh, I don't know what, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing in the Yeah, no. <laughs> So yeah, I hope that answers your question, Tim. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, so this next question is from uh, Stephen, with a PH. Where are you, Stephen? Stephen, Stephen, hi, oh, Stephen. Oh, Stephen, hello, Stephen. 
No surname required. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Does Umar have any ambitions in the music industry? Ooh, good question. Ooh. You should share a little bit about that. And what that yeah, means. I'll just give you a bit of a background. A bit embarrassed. Um, I, I do like make kind of make my own like electronic music as well. And um, recently, for anybody that's interested in electronic music or good music, <laughs> uh, I'm on SoundCloud. But yeah, I, I would love to be able to pursue that just to some point. I'm not saying that I want to be playing like Wembley Stadium or Madison Square Garden, but I'd love to be involved in the creative side of it. And what we've done here is be involved in something very creative, uh, of the arts, and, and, and seeing a process through, and I, I love that. So yeah, if, if there are any like record producers out there, <laughs> <laughs> meet me in the bar. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, okay, so the next question is from Jonathan. Jonathan, where are you? Hello. Um, right. How well, if at all, do you know the other people on Gogglebox? So, have we ever met before or anything? Um, not very well at all, if I'm honest. So, I've met... Who have I met? I've met Sandy. Oh, you met Sandy, have you? You met Sandy. Have I? We were at oh, the, yes, yeah, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, we were yeah. at the Upfront event. Okay, okay yeah. yeah. So, uh, I've met Sandy, we've met Kate, Reverend Kate. Reverend Kate, yeah. Um, Dad, you've met the Michael. Yeah, Michael, yeah, I've met them briefly. Yeah. Um, you don't seem too thrilled by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Contrary to what people might think, they are a very nice family, uh, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean that. I did the worst timing then. I took a sweep from my drink. But yeah, no. In terms of the way that it works, so um, with, with Gogglebox, logistically, because geographically we're all in different places, it doesn't really work to kind of meet. So the only time that we ever do meet them is where we're invited to some random stuff in London. Yeah. So we were invited last year to something called the Upfronts event. And that's where basically Channel 4 are trying to get um, sponsors, people to advertise with them. So they take their people who are on their shows, their celebrity so to speak, and we just are paraded around and people like Pocus with Sticks. <laughs> and they go, yeah, 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 we'll have an advert with your show. And it was, uh, we don't get really poked with sticks and stuff, but basically there's a section for all the different shows that are on. And that's where I saw Sandy, because she was there for first dates or something yeah, like yeah. that. And she was there on the upfront of it. And that's where you met the Michaels yeah. as well, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. How does it feel? I'm being questioned. How does it feel <laughs> when you meet them? Because to me, it feels like you don't know them, but you do know them, because they're all part of the same process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we never speak for a particular length of time as well, so it would be lovely to have a sit-down and chat and say, what yeah. do they think about it as well? I think initial reaction is, is warmth, really, genuine warmth uh, both ways, because yeah. we are part of the same family. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then in terms of that as well, there's the social media side of it as well. So before Scarlett was going on to I'm a Celebrity, I messaged her to wish her good luck, and then she messaged me afterwards as well, after it was all done. And she was just in absolute shock and like completely blown away by it and how well she did mm. and how nice the public were. Just a really genuine nice girl as well, which was nice. Um, and then the, the nicest one, to be honest, is obviously Leon and June. When Leon passed away, we all sent a message of condolences to June as well, which we were really obviously on to do and she replied back as well. But like we said, they're just nice down to all earth normal people though, aren't they? So, yeah. Right, who was that? Was that me? Yeah. So it's you, Nedda. Yeah, I have one here from Martin Inslee. Be nice. Hi, Martin. Hi. Uh, do you ever argue between you? If so, what about? 
Is it who is the most famous? Oh. <laughs> Shall we just do it like a show of noise? I'm going to put my hand up and you say you think I'm the most famous. No, we'll go through the list. Because now you're going to see an argument in the you're second. Going to see an argument. So, me first. No one. <laughs> I mean, my wife's in the crowd today. So <laughs> All right, now me. <laughs> More than you. Right, okay. Shall I put my hand up? Yeah. Okay, why not? Yeah. Oh my god! I want to take it all. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So that whole most famous thing, don't, believe yeah. me, we know about it. We, we know about it. Every single place I go to, they go, yeah, oh, hi, you all right? Is your dad coming next time? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your dad? Oh, I love you, dad. I have yeah. my dad. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think the theory is that these two are a bit of a runaway thing. I am, I'm a safe bet, really. <laughs> Are you talking yourself out again? Will you stop <laughs> doing that, please, honestly? I suppose Dad is, but he's the Siddiquis, isn't he? Yeah. No, let's not give him a bigger head. Really. <laughs> he already has. Brilliant. Yeah, or so they're confusing him for Jackie Chan. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, but no, we're, we're quite good. I mean, you'd think that after a while, we would grate on each other. We've been doing it for six years. And there are times when I see these guys an insane amount. But uh, they're all right. Yeah, the kind of guys you can hang out with, definitely. So. Right, who was that? I've got to pay attention to this. Is it you now, me? It's Homer. Okay, but yeah, this is my last question. So, um, this is from. Oh God. O O I S I N. O I S I N. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing. Well, I've just stopped there. <laughs> how, do I, how do I spell that? Sorry. Is that person in the crowd? Oisin. Oisin. Sorry. Okay. From mispronouncing that. Where did you get your darts top for Christmas? Oh, wow. oh, I think that was on. Oh no, that was on the online. That's why. Yeah. So that's oh, okay. You can pronounce it the name. Online. Online. Jeff. Oh, so that's from Jeff. Online. That's from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the question? Sorry. Where did you get your darts top for Christmas? So yeah, last Christmas uh, they were filming me throwing. Um, these two were throwing sprouts at a jumper. Velcro. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. A, a dartboard on it. A lot of fun. For about five minutes. Uh, yeah, I think it's available from all good stores. And... <laughs> I, I remember because I went to get one as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, after it as well, and it was Asda. Asda. Yeah. Asda, yeah. yeah. So we plugged Asda as well. Asda, McDonald's, Asda, McDonald's. Same, same. 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 So uh, we should have probably pre-warned you. Sorry, that was <laughs> okay. shot there. The gong signifies that we've had 15 minutes of questions and that's as long as we were going to have for questions, yeah. wasn't it? Can I just finish by answering just one question, though, which is always quite a nice one. This is from Robert. Where's Robert? There. Oh, hi, Robert. Great question. So how were you approached to do Gogglebox? So we were in the first series of Gogglebox and um, we were like one of the original crew. And it's always done through something called street casting which is, street casting is where you, they just go around, try and find random people, ask them a couple of questions. And that wasn't the only way as well. I knew someone who worked within Studio Lambert. So years ago, I used to work in a video shop and I struck up a friendship with this girl. And you're talking five, six years later, I went off and started teaching. She went off and did what she was doing, working for Studio Lambert. I got a random Facebook message uh, in January, about six years ago. And it said something along the lines of, we're putting a new show together, we just need normal people. I've met you, you're a bit of an idiot. <laughs> I've met your brother, 
he's a bit of a prat. Um, I've not met your dad, but if he's anything like you two, then thanks. Yeah, he's issue. And from that conversation, it has been a life-changing conversation, hasn't it? Which uh, we're really grateful for because we wouldn't be standing in front of you guys right now. So for me and for us, that's the way we got into it. It was a pure right place, right time. But we've been very happy and chuffed with how it's worked. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your questions now, guys. So what we're going to do just to finish off, um, if you notice, we've got the Siddiqui Story Vault. Now, this is a series of images to give you a little bit of an insight into the kind of people that we are and the situations that we've been in in our life. Okay? So each of those pictures represent a story that one of us can tell you, or it might have something to do with a member of the family as well. So what we're going to do is, because we've got this whole audience interaction thing, and I think it's going really well, can I ask all of you guys to kind of shout out a picture that you'd want to know more information about? Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Fantastic. That's your story, Dad. That's my story. Right. Okay. A few years ago, um, I'm a keen gardener in the sense that I like to have plants and I like to see them, uh, uh, obviously, produce flowers and all sorts of things. And uh, from somewhere in my front garden, a... Um, caterpillar arrived, one arrived. We don't think they were butterflies, they were some sort of nasty um, pests that arrived and they started eating my plants. Mm -hmm. So first few days, uh, perhaps a week, I thought that they'll go, I was doing usual things and flicking them off and throwing them. But they just carried on doing everything they wanted to do. So the time came that virtually all the plants were being eaten and I was panicking like hell. So I was trying to find all sorts of weird and wonderful, not so cruel, wonderful, but cruel, not so wonderful for the caterpillar. Yeah. And these are sort of home remedies, if you like, try to get rid of them. And that did include burning them with a blow lamp. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I regret every bit of it. He was a different man then. Yeah, I was yeah. a different man. Yeah. That didn't work. I then thought that gluing them to the plant might help. <laughs> so I did that as well. There isn't a place in hell hot enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weirdest thing was, though, at the time, Dad had a moustache, and after his war with the caterpillars, he shaved it off. He did. Yeah, he shaved the moustache. Yeah. I was traumatised, and obviously I shaved my moustache. Yeah. Um, but then, the, to, at the end of the story, that I had to really destroy all the plants, and uh, that's how yeah. I got rid of My worry was that they would transfer back to the back garden, that would have been disaster. Yeah. So, yes, I do apologise for that. Can we do that famous check again now, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, right, next image. Oh, that's a caramel donut. Yes, caramel donut. That's me. So the caramel donut, first of all, thank you for saying it's a caramel donut. I've shown it to people outside of Derby. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, yeah. do they? Hey, what's that burger? It's not a burger. It's yeah. a caramel donut. Now, the caramel donut, for me, was the first time I actually felt like, yeah, I've made it. <laughs> because we'd been on Gogglebox for about two or three seasons and uh, we, there was a sound guy who used to visit around the area and he just used to go and get food and he came across birds so he started bringing birds cakes didn't he and the box made it on to uh, Gogglebox a couple of times only in the first few series and anyway we thought nothing of it we were getting free donuts so I was happy with that um, and then a few years passed or like a couple of years passed and I went into a bird's and uh, this lady from Birds recognised me. And she said, oh my God, you're that guy from Gogglebox, aren't you? And I said, yeah, yeah, I am. And she said, that, oh, thanks for always showing Birds on TV. And she said, have Birds given you anything? Have you got like a sponsorship deal with Birds? <laughs> and I said, no. And she said, no, that's not right. Have this free donut. On 
Fame at last. And that's it. I walked out of there. I did that little heel click that you did. <laughs> I, I yeah. made it. I made it. I made it, yeah. Look at me, Ma. Top of the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, next one. Roller skates. Roller skates. Oh, this is perfect. We've all told the story. <laughs> yeah, roller skates is mine, isn't it? Yeah, so... Um, okay, roller skates. So about um, 10, 15 years ago, I decided now's the time, good time to take a roller skate. <laughs> uh, all my friends were doing it, and they'd learned it from childhood as normal children, a child, part of normal childhood growing up. But I felt a bit out of place not being able to join them at... Roller World in Derby. Uh, so I thought, well, I need to learn how to roller skate, but I don't want to go to Roller World because it'd be me and a load of kids, and it'd be me like going awesome. So I thought, what's a good place to learn? Yeah. And then I thought, where I used to work at the Derby Sugar Infirmary, there was an abandoned squash court with a floor surface similar to a, ro- a roller rink. So I thought, yeah, I'll practice there. Nobody's going to walk in. So I strapped on my roller skates. Tried going a few laps around the squash court. Little did I know it wasn't an abandoned squash court. <laughs> uh, and there was like a, a bit, a platform bit at the top where two people were actually watching me practicing <laughs> roller skating. I mean, it was lovely you were practicing to like rollerblade, but what I don't get is why did you dress as if you were going to play squash? <laughs> you had like a squash racket as and well. I had a racket as well. <laughs> That's for the balance. Yeah, exactly, of course. So, yeah, fantastic. Right, let's take a couple more then. Um, Football and rug. Football and rug. Do you want to do the football one? I'll do the rug one. I have to do the football one. Oh, the football one, yes. So uh, the football one is related to when we were kids, we were roustabouts, and we were playing football, and we kicked our ball um, opposite our, not neighbours, the the people that were living opposite us, I think. Yeah. Over the wall into uh, into that garden. So we had to trundle all the way round in traditional... We were in traditional Pakistani yeah. so, yeah. clothes. Yeah. So, like yeah, the whole Spartans, Asian attire, yeah. the, the white suit yeah. and all that stuff. Very Asian, yeah. yeah. So myself, uh, Raza, my brother, and Bassett uh, went round, knocked on this uh, old uh, gentleman's door, uh, and he saw us. We asked for a ball back, and he saw us in these uh, in this Good. attire. <laughs> and he just inquired, I said, well, where are you from? And he said, Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we said it. Yeah. He says, wow, you kicked that ball quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now, the rug one is horrifying. So, uh, apologies to my wife for telling this story as well. So, there's only been a handful of times where I've been pretty inebriated. Like, quite, quite tipsy. Like, tipsy isn't even the word for it to go. Um, it was the end of the a school term, and it was uh, like the summer holiday, and you go with the teachers to celebrate, and we were out in Nottingham, and I ended up in this bar, and uh, I drink quite a lot of cocktails. I can't handle beer, it just freaks me out, if I'm perfectly honest, and I can't do it, so I drink a lot of cocktails. So does my friend Dan as well. So me and Dan make this pact, we go, oh, we can't just drink cocktails. When we get to a certain level of drunk, we do something called the Guinness Challenge, and that's where you've got to try and neck a pint of Guinness as fast as you can do. So it's horrible. Don't do it, okay? Um, anyway, so one night, basically, I got horribly, horribly drunk. And it's one of those nights where I don't know if any of you have had it, and if you haven't, don't try and have it. But uh, it's, it's one of those ones where you have flashbacks. And I genuinely, the bus from Nottingham, back to my front door in uh, Derby, I don't remember any of that journey. And it freaked me out. The last thing I remember is uh, my friend Dan 
helping me to cross the road. And I go, Dan, what are you doing? I'm fine. And he goes, well, if I don't take you to the bus, you will die. I go, okay, all right, I'll listen. And then the next thing I remember is screaming at my front door, thinking, stupid door, why won't you open? Why don't these keys work? Turns out it was my neighbour's house. <laughs> so two in the morning, I was trying to get in. So it wasn't great. But anyway, the, where the rug comes into it, I eventually managed to get in to the house. And all I remember is uh, Mel standing over me Going, what the effing hell are you doing? Yeah. And basically what happened is I had a stripped butt naked and I was trying to use the rug as a duvet. And I, <laughs> I, I was scratching myself with it because it was a really poor course. And it was amazing because it's, it's, it's brilliant. This is what I think true love is as well because the second I saw Mel, my brain just switched off. It was kind of like, okay, she's going to look after me now. Oh. And I was totally out of it. So yeah, that's where the rug that's comes the into rug it. Comes. Yeah. So, have you forgiven me now? <laughs> no. Really? Yeah, a little yeah. bit, yeah. So, yeah, that's a rug. You know how we mentioned those sto stories earlier about the, the uh, emergency crews called out to put out a cloud and the guy's been posting uh, letters in dog poo box? Mm -hmm. Any one of those stories we told, we could so easily be making yeah, those kind of stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, shall we take, uh, let's do two more. Two more. Ooh, ghost. Ghost is an easy one, isn't it? I'll let you do it. No, I'll let you do it because I don't know which one the ghost one is. You told me about the ghost the other day. <laughs> so many ghost stories. Yes. Well, I think our house is haunted, but uh, only I know that. Uh, there is evidence of it. Basta denies it now because obviously they all lived there. I don't know where Sadia and Razan Umar can watch it, is, but there's definitely some sort of presence. And it often I can smell smoke in, in my bedroom. Uh, as if somebody smoked a cigarette. Yeah. But obviously there's nobody smokes in our house and the windows are usually shut, there's nothing coming in. And didn't you have a plan to catch this ghost or I'm sure you were gonna get when you gonna get a box of cigarettes. Yeah, when you gonna get a box of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what you advised me to do, but I haven't taken that. Was well, that my advice? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically we advised him to get a box of cigarettes and then if they get smoked smoking then we know we've got a ghost. <laughs> we don't really know what we're gonna do after that. So yeah. if any if anyone like paranormal investigators, <laughs> give us your number after yes. But I think it's a friendly ghost, uh, there's no doubt about it, because no harm's been done to me or any of my members of the family. Oh, relatively speaking, I don't know. Yeah. I'll be looking at these two, perhaps. There has to be something <laughs> what about passive ghost smoking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst kind of smoking as well, I think. Yeah. Fantastic. Right, okay, so last but not least the hammer. The hammer. Oh, the fish one is fantastic. Let me go for the fish. We've one. got one more. Let's go for the Let's fish. Let's go for the fish one. So you might have a really bad impression of Dad with the caterpillar story. This one's going to get him right up there again. This is almost the same one. <laughs> no, story. Created, yeah. Right. We used to when they were kids were small. We used to have goldfish. Uh, often we'll have two or three, and they would die eventually, one after the other. But this one lasted quite a long time, and I think it was called Royston. Royston. Yeah. Good old Royston. And I was working in those days at Balper, um, and I had a, a distressed phone call from Sadi, I think, my daughter, and she said to me, Dad, uh, Royston has died. And I said, oh my God, what happened? So she said, well, we washed the bowl, and uh, we freshened everything up for it, and we put it back in there, and it, didn't, it just floated upside down, so we, uh, we, we, we assumed it. Dad, I said, what have you done with it? And they said, we buried it in the garden. And I said, oh my God. Anyway, to, apart from that story, I was obviously shocked and my brain went into, you know, triple thinking mode. I remember a story because a friend of mine um, who had a, a goldfish and this goldfish was about 20 years old. 
It was really, really old goldfish. And it, in fact, it was that old, it had lost one of its eyes as well, and it used to just wander around. But it was more than happy to be with that part. And she used to tell me that sometimes she would come in the kitchen in the morning and she would find this goldfish on the floor. And apparently he used to just jump out of the bowl in the middle of the night and land on the floor. And all she had to do was pick it up and put it back in the bowl again. And after two seconds, this fish was fine. So I don't know what, why that fish was that. So having that in my mind, I thought, well, if that cat, that fish can survive all night, I'm sure this fish only died a few minutes ago. By the time I get to Derby, I can revive it. <laughs> so I left the office without telling anybody where I was going. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Doing about 80 miles on the motorway, got home, and I said, where's the fish, where's the fish? Where's the fish? So she's there in the garden. I said, okay, so I started digging at the fish out, still in the plastic bag. And then, good job you put it in the plastic bag, although it didn't, didn't do the trick. Took it back in the kitchen and put some fresh water and put the fish back there and waited and waited and waited. Nothing happened. So that theory, I don't know why it didn't work. But we were very sad that day. But I did my best. To be quite that's not animal cruelty. That's that's the opposite of oh, animal cruelty. Now, obviously, try and look at this from the point of view of about ten, twelve-year-olds. <laughs> so we had buried this fish, and uh, this man in a suit barged in, <laughs> shoved it out the ground, yeah. sort of like Master Gill resuscitation. <laughs> If you ever want to know what it looks like to see your, one of your parents lose their mind, then <laughs> that's the perfect example of that. And it? if that fish had survived, I'd be terrified of that fish. Yeah. <laughs> you're like pet cemetery. cemetery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, fantastic. So, uh, that does draw a close to the Siddiqui story vault. Now, obviously, we are going to be in um, the Bari bit at the end. So, if you did want to ask any more questions or if you want to ask something about those pictures, take a mental note of the pictures we've yep. not answered. Um, and this leaves us just for the last bit. Uh, Sid speak. Yeah. All right, it's that moment in time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, folks, it's like always, you know, good time comes to an end. I hope it was good time. So we come to that point where we have concluded our thing. But before we say final goodbyes, I really would like to thank Data from bottom of heart for allowing us this opportunity to come and have a bit of an attempt to entertain you. And we do hope that you have enjoyed yourselves here. Uh, but you'd be too nice to, if you didn't, then you would say, no, we didn't. So we, we take that with principal, but I'm sure by the reaction we had, it was quite good. So other people that I really want to uh, thank again is, is the, obviously Data, all the people that work mm -hmm. here, the dancers, etc. Uh, there's a big special thanks to Leon and Kyle from Derby City Furniture Store and the Scorsia, the beautiful <laughs> furniture. Yeah. So I must not forget that. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And thank you most uh, importantly is to your good self that you have taken the time. Uh, I don't know what the weather's like out there, but most people perhaps prefer a cozy night in. Thank you for coming and watching us and supporting us. Now, like Basa said, we will be out there, and if you are planning to have one or two babies out there, we'll be there to mingle with you. If you're not, if you're going home, and then we wish you a safe and happy journey back home. And on that note, we will wish you a good night.
So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Basit Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.